Hello, you're listening to One Seed at a Time, where you'll hear the gospel with songs, messages, Bible discussions, interviews, and much, much more. And now, here's your host, Odell Turner. Hello. We'd like to say welcome to our podcast, One Seed at a Time, wherever you're at today. Uh, we have no way of knowing where you're coming from, uh, listening to our podcast, but we just like to welcome you and thank you for tuning in. We hope and pray that God will bless you in a great way. We really, really know that today we're living in the last hours. We're living in the last days, but I believe we're living in the last hours. Time's running out, and we need the Word of God brought to uh, God's people, but not only God's people, those that's lost and don't know Him as their personal Savior. And that's what we want to do today is we want to talk to those that don't know Him in particular and those that do as well. But we want to uh, get right along with our uh, word today. And uh, before we do, uh, we're going to uh, say that we haven't been on here in a while, and we're glad to be back, and we are going to try to do this uh, more often. Uh, we want to get it started now at the end of uh, uh, December here in the middle towards the end and make 2023 uh, a commitment to try to do this all year long. And uh, so we, we're glad to have you and hope that you enjoy it. And at the end of this uh, message, we'll give out uh, our email address, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, send us a, a line saying that you listen. Uh, if you'd like to uh, uh, ask us a question or want prayer, we'd love to hear that from you today. Let's get right on into the Word. We won't, don't want to hold you too long. I uh, want you to listen and not get too bored with it. John, the third chapter, and we're going we're gonna to talk today about John 3.16, a very familiar scripture, but we're going to start reading in the 12th verse and read down through the 21st verse, and it reads like this. If I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that cometh down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so much the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And here's where we're taking our text from, the 16th verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come unto the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that hath evil hath the light. Now listen to that. For every one that doeth evil hath, hath the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds 
should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, and his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. All right, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. I want you to be uh, praying with us. Pray right along with us. We uh, would love to have you uh, to pray and however you feel led to pray uh, because, you know, uh, we need uh, a touch from the Lord to be able to uh, manifest this word out like that God wants us to do. And so we're going to ask you right now, if you're driving, I'm not going to ask you to close your eyes, but meditate and pray with along with us today. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day that you've given us. We thank you, Lord, for just the, the great gift, the greatest gift that you could have ever gave to mankind, and that's giving your only son that we could have life. And Lord, I pray today that you'll use us, Lord, as a tool, Lord, as a, a witness, Lord, to the world to tell them about you and what you stand for. And Lord, I pray that if there's one out there under the sound of my voice that don't know you today, that's not prepared to lay down and give their life up, Lord, that knows beyond a shadow of a doubt if they died, they'd go to a devil's hell. Lord, I pray that, that through this word that they would fall down upon their knees, Lord, that they would just throw up their hands and say, Father, I am sorry for the way that I've been living. I know what I've been doing is not right. Maybe someone that gave their heart to the Lord as a young child but has drifted away and no longer is practicing and doing the things that God wants them to do. I pray that they'll give their heart to them today. Lord, that they'll say, Lord, I want to come home. I want to live for you. I want that joy. I want that peace. I want all that comes from you. I need it today. And Lord, I pray right now, those that even are Christians that just have been battled from the battle scars of the war that we go through, battling Satan every day. Lord, I pray that they'll understand. Uh, Lord, they'll get a refreshing through this word that they know that God sent his only son that we could have life. And if we've got life, then no matter what the devil brings to us, we can stand in this last days and make heaven our home. Lord, we just praise you. We magnify you and we lift you up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right. We wanted to say this too. Uh, we didn't we didn't do that, and we'll try to do it at the very end. We have some sick people that uh, we know that's asked us to pray for them, and we'll try our best to remember to do that before we go off here. But I want to get into this word, and I want to preach to you a message today. If I had to put a title on this uh, message today, I'd put the greatest story ever told, the greatest story ever told. You know, I, I remember as a child, I would hear people quote this scripture and just about everybody, even people that's never been to church, hardly any at all, know John three sixteen. But you know, knowing the word, knowing what the scripture says is not enough. Amen. You have to know him. Amen. You have to have that personal relationship with him. You have to know, you say, preacher, I don't know what, how to do it. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I feel like when he comes into my heart. Well, let me tell you one. 
one thing. All you need to do is just get down on your knees and say, Father, I am sorry for the way that I've lived. I, I don't want to live this lifestyle anymore. I don't want to do the things of this world. I want you to come into my heart. I want you to come into my soul. I need you to live with every day. I need you to talk to. I need you to help me through this world. And when you begin to pray, amen, don't get confused if the devil tries to tell you that's it. You've been saved. Get up. That's not it. Amen. But when you feel, amen, the only way I can explain to you the way that I've felt it and the way that I've heard many, many other people say, there's like a 500, maybe a thousand pound weight come off of you. You feel so light, so refreshed, so excited. You want to tell everybody that something's happened in your life. You don't have to have some preacher. You don't have to have somebody tell you that you've been saved. When you get born again, when you accept Christ as your Savior, you'll know deep down in your heart that something has taken place in your soul, that there's been a change made in your heart, that you know that you know that you know that there's something else going on in your life. I heard my preacher preach this morning. He said, I knew who my name was and I knew who I was when I was a young man, but when I gave my heart to the Lord, I still had the same name, but I was a changed man and I liked this man much better than I liked the old man. Amen. I'm here to tell you, when you give your heart to the Lord, there'll be something that'll make you like yourself even better, but you'll like your neighbor better. You'll like the people at work better. You'll like everything much better because Jesus will help you through it. I'm not saying you saying, well, pastor or preacher, brother, you're saying, you mean if I get saved that all my troubles and trials are going away? No, sir. The Bible said, thank you, not strange concerning the fiery darts that'll come against you. But you know what? We'll have trials. We'll have troubles. We'll go through tribulations here up on this earth. But I'm going to tell you something. When you get down on your knees and say, Lord, I'm going through a trial or trouble that I can't seem to overcome. But, oh, I'm here to tell you it may not happen right then. You may walk through a dry place for a week or month. But when you come out on the other side, praise be to God, it's going to be good. Amen. God will supply your needs according to his riches and glory. I'm here to tell you today, there's nothing like serving the Lord. Oh, let me go back there and say, for God so loved the world. God so loved the world. What kind of love is that? Oh, I'm fixing to tell you what kind it is. It said he so loved the world that he gave his what only, only begotten son. He didn't give a goat. He didn't give a calf like they done in the old days of the Old Testament. But he gave his only son. And when Jesus went into the garden and he came down first, let me back up a minute. He came here and walked on this earth and became like a man. He seen pain. He felt pain. He was tormented and accused by men and accused by leaders of the 
countries that he walked through. But the Bible said when he went in the Garden of Gethsemane that he prayed there until his sweat became his great drops of blood. And he said, Father, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but thine will be done. Oh, I'm here to tell you, he didn't really want to have to go through it because he said that, let this cup pass from me. Why? Because he knew what was on the other side of the garden. He knew that there was a cross that he was going to have to carry. He knew that they was going to stripe his back for your healing. He knew that they was going to spit up on his robe. He knew they was going to make a crown out of thorns. He knew they was going to pierce his side. He knew they was going to gamble upon his purple robe. He knew them things were coming, but he said, Father, not my will, but thine will be done. Oh, I'm here to tell you, not everything we go through is our will, but I'm here to tell you, if we'll follow after him, it'll be good on the other side. Even when Jesus hung on that old cross, there was two thieves on both sides of him. One of them began to talk to the Lord and God, Jesus. Jesus, in the middle of the cross, looked at him and had compassion for him, and he said to day thou shalt be with me in paradise. Oh, I'm here to tell you, not only was he getting crucified and he didn't quit working, Jesus was still working even while he was dying upon Calvary's cross. He was still saving people on Calvary's cross. He took that thief and he forgave him and told him to be with him in paradise. But let me tell you something. The devil liked to think that he killed him. He didn't kill nothing. Amen. The Bible said he gave his life. The, the Bible said that God for so loved the world that he gave his only son. He didn't, the devil didn't take him. He didn't murder him. He didn't kill him. But Jesus gave his life that you could have life. He died on Calvary's cross. But while he was dying again, as I said, he was still working. He was still saving people right next to him. You know, I'm amazed at the whole story of how Jesus died upon that cross. It was a, a, a wonderful story to hear. And you know what? A lot of people, they know, like I said, that scripture. They know what they have heard. And they know the scripture and how it reads, but they don't know it from their heart. They only know it from what they have heard and what they have read, but they don't know what it's like to really accept Jesus as their Savior. Oh, I'm here to tell you, folks, uh, there's more to it than just reading the Word. Amen. There's more to it, amen, than just uh, uh, saying uh, John 3, 16. Amen. It's the greatest story that's ever been told. Amen. I, I can believe that I'm just saying it's my opinion, but I think it's the greatest story in the whole Bible. Amen. I believe it's the greatest story in the Bible. Amen. I believe. Amen. It's the best Amen, love that's ever been known. Amen, the best verse about love. Amen, there's only 25 words in that verse, yet no other single verse in the scripture has been as blessed in the salvation of so many souls. Martin Luther called John 3.16 a miniature gospel. Amen, in other words, it was it was the package, amen, right there in one little verse. Amen. 
Amen. It has been called the gospel in a nutshell. It's been called a love letter from God written in blood and addressed to all. If ever there was a verse that Satan would like to blot out of the Bible, it would be John 3.16. If ever there was Amen. A verse that makes hell tremble. It's John 3, 16. If there was ever a verse that has lightened the path to heaven, it's John 3, 16. Amen. And not just for one or two, but for multitudes, it's been a path lit up so that they could go to a place called heaven. Amen. I don't know about you. I, I know that there's a lot of times I've had health problems. I've had things that's come against me. But I know one thing. If I hold on to Jesus, if I hang on to his unchanging hand, they sang that song, hold to God's unchanging hand. You know, if I could just hold to God's unchanging hand, I know right now I'm not a singer, but I know that's a beautiful song. Holding to God's unchanging hand. He never changes. Amen. The Bible said he's the same yesterday and forever. He is the same. Amen. He's never changed. The world changes. The churches change. People change. But God never changes. Amen. He's the same. Amen. The healings that he performed, the death raised up from dead. Amen. Lazarus come forth. The dry bones that uh, uh, took shape and come back to life. There's still miracles going on today. Oh, yeah, they're far and few, but there's still miracles. Why? Because he said he's the same yesterday and forever. Amen. The greatest story that's ever been told. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. Then he gave his only begotten son, whosoever believes in him should not perish but have life everlasting. Amen. I'm here to tell you something today, folks. Amen. The devil is scared of that scripture. Amen. When you go to having a bad time, when you go to uh, uh, feeling like the whole world's against you, you just remember, if nothing else, remember John 3, 16. You remember that Jesus came down and walked on this earth as a man. Amen. Died on Calvary's cross. Amen. That you could have life and that you could have it more abundantly. But he didn't just die there. Amen. He went into a tomb and the Bible says that he was resurrected. He came back and he went to heaven and he said, when I go back, I'll send a comforter to comfort you. So he didn't leave us here without something. We have a comforter. Amen. Called the Holy Ghost. A lot of people don't like to uh, uh, mention that. They try to water it down a little bit with Holy Spirit and, and all this, that, and other. But the Bible said it was the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I, I'm going to say it's the Holy Ghost. You can uh, do whatever you like. That's fine with me. You you got to answer for what you do, and I'll answer for what I do. But folks, I'm here to tell you, I'm not scared to talk about the Holy Ghost. Amen. We talk about Jasper the Ghost and all these other. There's a movie called The, uh, the Ghost. Uh, I believe it's The Ghost or something like that. I don't watch TV much. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, there's one called The Holy Ghost. Amen. And it's a great uh, power. The Bible said that when the Holy Holy Ghost comes up on you. It's like fire. Amen. Shut up in your bones. There's a fire. Amen. When the Holy Ghost comes up on your life, there's an anointing. Amen. There's power that'll help you walk through where the vipers, where the serpents are at today. Oh, I'm here to tell you, I love you. And if I didn't love you, amen, I wouldn't try to do this podcast. Amen. I prayed about this and, uh, 
I, I, you know, I, I quit doing it for a while, and Sister Sheila preached at our church, and she preached a message about uh, uh, getting Christmas gifts and how her family uh, uh, got Christmas gifts, her, her young family, when she was a child. And she was telling how that one of them got a package. It was wrapped in uh, uh, paper, and then when they opened it up, it was in a popcorn box, and they wanted a, a watch, but it was in a popcorn box. She got mad and threw it into a fireplace. I believe I'm telling this right. Threw it into a fireplace. And when she threw it into the fireplace, her husband had to reach in and get it out real quick because it was the watch that she wanted all the time. Sometimes God does give us gifts and things that we want, and they're not always wrapped the way that we think. They're not always the way that we want it to work out. But when we go ahead and open it up and we accept that and thank God for that gift that he gave us, amen, it'll turn out to be one of the greatest things that we ever had. Why? Because the Bible said all good and perfect gifts come from above. If God in it I'm telling you, it's good. Amen. God is good. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping you're getting this today. I know I've kind of rambled and went back and forth a little bit, but I'm just giving you what's on my heart. Amen. I'm just giving you what's on my heart today. Oh, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I'm not going to go any further. Amen. I feel like that uh, that, that it's time for me to end this, and I, I want to do this. I, I, I'm going to pray Two more times before I end. I'm going to pray right now because I feel like giving an altar call. I believe there's somebody out there that probably needs to pray. Amen. I, I Listen, I've made my share of mistakes. I've done things that I shouldn't have done. And you know what? People won't forgive me for it. And I know there's a lot of people that don't. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Amen. What they do. Amen. I wish everybody would love me. I wish everybody would like me. But they're not going to do that a lot of times. There's people that do. I have people that love me. And I know that. I have people that support my ministry. And I know that. But I've got some that just won't do it. Amen. They don't think I'm uh, doing right. And and. Because of some things that I've maybe done in my life. But you know what? I know this. When God does something, he does it right. Amen. And when God saves you, when he takes them sins and casts in the sea of forgiveness, amen, he doesn't bring it back to you again. Amen. The only time you'll have that brought back is when the devil tries to throw it in your face. Amen. So I'm here to tell you today, I love you. I really do love you. Amen. And I want to see you doing the right thing. I want to see you coming to Jesus. So if you will, bow your head. Amen. If you want to touch the radio uh, or, whatever, or however you're listening to this, you do that. Amen. Bow your heads with us. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we preached about John 3, 16, Lord, you love the whole world. That means everybody in this world, no matter who they are, no matter what country they're in, no matter where they're listening from. And Lord, I heard my brother say today when he was preaching this morning in his church, he said there was one universal word that everybody understands the same. You might be in Japan, you might be somewhere else, but there's one word that everybody understands, and that's hallelujah. It's praising God. Hallelujah. So if you go somewhere, now I don't know that for sure. I just know what he said today, and I'm taking his word for it. But I believe I've heard that before anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you go somewhere and you're not in a country that speaks your language, you can just say hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the devil will start fearing and trembling when you start 
talking about praising the Lord. Amen, Lord. I want you to touch right now those that's listening. Lord, that maybe they'll say hallelujah. Maybe they'll say praise you. Maybe they'll get down on their knees and say, Lord, forgive me for the things I've done. Maybe they haven't even done that much. Lord, I don't know what they've done, but I pray, Lord, right now that they'll ask you to come into their heart. Lord, I'm praying right now that they'll receive you and, and they'll know you as their Lord and Savior, that you'll be their best friend. You'll be their personal friend. They'll have that relationship with you that no man can give you. You can't buy it. You can't go out and rent it. Lord, I pray that they'll accept the real true salvation today. And Lord, if there's one here today that's backslid, gone back on you, has turned their back, Lord, I pray that they'll come back home to you. Lord, I pray, Lord, they'll be like the prodigal son and they'll return home. Lord, I pray if there's one here today that's got a sickness and Lord, if there's something wrong in their life, I pray that they'll call out upon your name. Lord, because when you died on Calvary's cross, as I mentioned earlier, they striped your back for the healing because the Bible said by his stripes we are healed. Amen. So I want to pray them prayers. And I'm asking you right now, amen, if you will, bow your heads and ask the Lord to forgive you if you ain't already done it. And I would like to hear from you. If you have accepted Jesus today as your Savior, I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to send me an email and let me know that you accepted Jesus today. I pray if you was driving down the road and God tugged at your heart, you pulled over somewhere and you asked him to come in your life. I pray if you're sitting in your living room, folks, let me tell you something. There is no greater gift. It's Christmas time and everybody's giving gifts and we're busy running back and forth just doing all kinds of things. But today could be the greatest day of your life and the greatest gift that's ever been given from the greatest story that's ever been told. You could get that gift from God that he sent his son for you because he loved you. For God so loved the world. For God so loved you, James, John, Susie, whatever your name may be, God loved you and he gave his son for you. I pray today that you prayed and gave your heart to the Lord. We're going to end that, and before we do go off, I want to say this. I had There's three women at my work that's had some health problems, and I'm not going to mention their name or their health problems. God knows what it is. And I know one or two has asked me to pray for them, and we're going to do that. There's another lady we work with that her husband's having a health problem. We're not mentioning that name or that problem either. But God knows what it is, and he knows all about it. And I pray right now I've got children that need to turn to you. i got children that need to come home. i got grandkids that need you, Lord. And I pray that they'll find you. Lord, I pray that they don't just say that they know you, but I pray that they will really know you. Lord, let me be a light to them. Lord, we pray these prayers, Lord, for these that's sick and these that's lost. Lord, go with us. Guide us and direct us through another day. We ask it in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. All right, we thank you for tuning in to our podcast, One Seated Time. Tell your friends about it. Tell your neighbors. Tell your church. We'd love to have as many people as we can listening to it. 
I don't know what days we'll be putting it on. I tried to do a certain day and seemed like every time I did, something would come up. So I'm just going to try to work it in sometime during the week and uh, hope that you can see it. If you don't see it live, you can see it some other time. We want to say right quick that if you would like to send us a, a email, it's kyjava1997 at bellsouth.com. That's K-Y-J-A-V as in Victor, A, 1997 at net. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you gave your heart to the Lord. We'd love to know that. We want you to send us one and say, Preacher, pray for me. I gave my heart to the Lord. And I'd like to invite you, if you don't have a home church, I'd like to invite you to come to my church. It's not my church. It's God's church. But the church that I attend, Plain Old Chapel, out on Plain Old Road, it's in the S-curves. Everybody knows where. If you drove on Plain Old Road, you know where the S-curves is. A lot of wrecks has happened there. It's a church right there. If you're going out of town, it's on the left in the S-curves. If you're coming back in town, it's on the right. We'd love to invite you to come out and be with us. Our pastor is Brother Kevin Hinton, a good man of God. And I believe we'll treat you so many ways that you'll have to like some of them. Brother Kevin and them's got a saying about the church, the church, it's the lives worth the drive. So we'd like you to come out and be with us in church. I'd like to invite you there. And if you do come and you see me out there, you don't know what I look like, but if you hear somebody say that's Brother Odell, get them to point, point me out to you and uh, let me know that you Listen to our podcast, and we'd like to meet you. God bless you. Until the next time we have a podcast, we're going to go off with this song, and we hope that you did enjoy our podcast today. God bless you. We love you. Mm-hmm.